Hey guys, welcome to Brief Talk Podcast by Underwear News Briefs. I am back with you this week. This is a really cool thing we're doing. If you remember a couple weeks ago, we put out the 312 Husbands Brief Tales, and we have three more for you guys. And we're going to put these out on a regular basis, probably monthly. And if you're a Patreon member, you get each individual episode as it's available. And we have a few more in the works, so we'll have definitely more by next month. But this features three really cool guys, Alec, Danny, and Ryan. Each of them tells you how they fell in love with underwear. They have different stories. Uh, It's really cool to listen to how guys really discovered it. So without further ado, here is Alec. It's going to be followed by Danny, and then it's going to be followed by Ryan. Thanks for listening, guys. Hi everyone, welcome to another Brief Tale, and today we have on someone who's been a lot of fun to get to know over the last couple weeks during the COVID crisis, it's Mr. Alec, welcome. Hi, thank you very much for inviting me. This is the person who's responsible for teaching me the term Donald Ducky. (laughs) <laughs> when you ask where it came from, this is it. And I was surprised you didn't know being in the business, you know. Well, it made perfect sense after you said it, but I'm like, I never heard that applied to that. <laughs> so, so it's very cool. And you've seen his pictures on the blog. And if you follow him on Instagram, you know who he is. If not, we're going to tell you who he is. So that's our first question. Tell our readers a little bit about you. Yeah, well, there's uh, there's not much to know, actually. I'm just a regular guy. I'm uh, Mexican-American, actually. Mom was from New York. Dad's Mexican. I lived in Mexico all my life uh, until just recently, or not so recently, eight years ago, I moved to Germany. So I've been living in Germany for, or since 2012. And uh, yeah, happily partnered up with my gay partner, happily engaged since last year. Um haven't come up to actually planning anything or a new wedding, <laughs> but uh, we're, we're we're going little by little. Well, now's not the time to get married, so. <laughs> or it is, you know, everything's cheaper. I don't know. Well, that's true. I've seen a ton of people elope, so. Yeah, and the plus side is uh, you don't have to invite all the family because of travel restrictions, right? So, you know, there's that part. <laughs> that's true. That's I hope they don't to this. <laughs> they won't hear it. Don't worry. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, I don't know what else you want to know about me. And he plays the guitar very well. I love playing the guitar. I've been playing for like 15 years, and I plateaued at year three. I don't play any better than when I was 18, I think. But it's just so much fun to buy all these prosumer guitars and equipment and microphones. It's just my, my hobby that takes me to a different place, you know? Well, that's the important thing. Mm-hmm. And he has videos of him playing the guitar, so you all need to go watch it on Instagram and YouTube, and we'll have all that in the show notes so you can follow him and listen. So, <laughs> Yeah, if you like metal, I guess. <laughs> he's good. And he's got really nice guitars, so he just bought a new one. Oh, so. yeah. <laughs> Back to the topic at hand, underwear. When, what, when did you first discover underwear? Um... Well, discover, I don't know. The, the thing is, I, I lived in, in Merida and in Yucatan, right? And that's an extremely hot, extremely humid place. 
So being around in Nandis was was normal in the family. And also, like, in other friends, you go and visit a house, and your friends are in boxer shorts, or their dad are in, you know, briefs. And, you know, it, it's not super common, but you do see it every once in a while. So in my house, it was extremely common to be just in Nandis. You know, my, my, my sister and my mom would be in some gown. My dad, my brother, and I would be in Nandis. And it was just, like, normal life. So I've always been wearing them and sort of public and I always wanted to have cool ones because you know they're showing so you know somebody's looking at my butt I wanted a really cool Batman logo on it when I was seven or a cool <laughs> Spider-Man logo on it when I was five so so I've always been into that kind of thing right it wasn't until um I don't know peer pressure I guess in the teens that you switched to boxers like you, like the story goes right Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, but then I really got into it when I moved to Germany, actually. So when I moved to Germany, I realized I lived by my own or on my own for the first time in my life. And I could just buy whatever I wanted, right? And since I was on my own, nobody would, you know, judge or peer pressure. So I started buying undies, uh, like briefs again, the ones I liked. And, uh, and then I really started getting really into it, you know, checking the prices and checking the brands. It was kind of accidental. I just really like to research stuff I buy. So if I buy a guitar, I might research it, you know, six months. And if I buy an audio interface, it I might research it for two or three months. Um, so I did the same for underwear. So I just researched the, the next pair I wanted to buy. And in and, 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 and that research, I, I just found all of these brands and all of these styles and all of these fits and then shapes and sizes. And uh, I wanted to have all of them. <laughs> they all looked so cool. <laughs> so Very was, cool. Yeah. So I started buying compulsively, I guess. Uh, I think the first pair of good underwear I bought was maybe um, the Two Exist. I think I bought a, one of these value packs, the, the three packs. Okay, yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah, after that, uh, I started buying just random brands that I, that I, that I had access to because also there wasn't a lot of options back then on the internet, right? True. Very true. And now we have a plethora of options. Mm-hmm. Every shape, style, color, fabric you want. Mm-hmm. So this first pack of two exist briefs, has that did that influence your style going forward? Because I know in your Instagram you're have very classic underwear. For my close friends, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I'm. I, I like classic stuff. I don't like the really racy, really extremely sexualized underwear. Right? I mean, undies are, are fun, and maybe to some they're they're a little bit more than that. But for me, they're um, they show. So when I'm at my home, the people are looking at it, right? And it might be my friends, or it might be my family, it might be my partner. And I don't want you know my my dad to see a thong. Or my sister to see, you know, a mesh brief. <laughs> um, I don't want to put them through that. So I, I usually buy uh, just really classy, solid colors, maybe some accent colors uh, on top. Um, and I try to, I mean, I do have some some like racy ones, maybe two or three and like the jock, like every other guy has. But I don't really use them that much. And uh, I don't know. So I'm more of a classy, classy, uh, classy guy. As we say, each guy... Do his own thing. Not everyone wants to wear a bright pink thong like some of our readers mm-hmm. and listeners. And other guys want the classic fit and feel and colors. Mm-hmm. So there is no wrong in underwear. It's whatever you feel. Exactly. And whatever makes you feel sexy and nice and gives you that confidence. So it's all about being you. <laughs> You're right. 
So what are some of your favorite pairs right now in your underwear drawer hmm. and your favorite styles? Um, right now, I'm really loving uh, Intimissimi. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing it correctly. Uh, it's, it's an Italian brand, I think, uh, and they're very prevalent here in Germany. I'm not sure if there is uh, these shops, uh, Calzedonia in the U.S. No, you'll have to send me... Yeah, so Casadonia is like a, is like an underwear shop for for women, and Intimissimi uh, is like part of it. So every time you see a Casadonia here in Europe, they have an Intimissimi inside, and they have underwear for men as well. And they have like really nice basic stuff, um, and the quality is very high. So uh, the the shapes are very traditional, the colors are very traditional, and just recently they started playing with some prints. So I have like two briefs that are uh, that have like cactuses or stars or stuff like that. But the rest are really, um, really solid and just have a few accent colors. You know, like the pouch, the uh, the seams have an accent color, and maybe the, the waistband has an accent color. So I'm really, I'm really digging those right now. I'm, I'm in my intimacy phase. And when I'm not there, I'm usually in home. Is that how you pronounce it? Om? H-O-M? Yeah. H-O-M. I love those. I love those. I love those. The, the horizontal fly is the best thing in the world. I don't know why it doesn't, why nobody else has it. You know, everybody should have it. it should be a standard. That's another brand we really don't have here in the States. Really. I discovered it many years ago when a friend went to Europe and brought me back some, but it still hasn't gotten huge over here yet. Uh, uh, you should try Any, anything with a horizontal fly is the best. It's a shame because they make amazing underwear. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. I have a bunch of those, I don't know, four, five, six, something like that. The only bad thing of horizontal flies is that those are the only briefs I have with horizontal flies. So, like on a date, like, I don't know, I'm, I'm outside and I want to go to the bathroom and I forget I have my own. So, I'm actually not using the horizontal fly because I'm, I'm not thinking which underwear I have on. <laughs> and once it's too late, then I realize, oh, shit, I could have used it. <laughs> it's like, turn it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, those are my... Cool. So you're obviously open about underwear. It's, you say your friends see you, your family sees you. And then being yeah. classics, it's not like, oh my God, what are you wearing? It's more like, oh, cool, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty open about it. I mean, I'm not uh, sharing a lot of underwear pictures in my social media. Um, there's times and places for that, right? Um, but when it comes to, to changing in front of somebody or visiting somebody or going to the gym with somebody else or swimming or being with my family, um, I really don't don't hide it, right? If I have somebody over and they stay the weekend, um, then I'll just make coffee in my briefs, right? That's uh, that's what I do. It's my house. So um, I don't really hide it. And, and the fact that the, the undies are, are classy and not so over, overtly gay or overtly uh, sexual, it kind of helps because, you know, they, they don't feel so uncomfortable with it. So since they don't feel so uncomfortable, I don't feel so uncomfortable. And I think I can be... Um, public about it or not it sounds like i'm hiding something right being public is just uh, it's just not putting pants on in the morning right (laughs) it's just being you it's just being you yeah uh, that's definitely and so has wearing say the good underwear which i've got to find the you're gonna have to see me a link of these briefs that are classic do you find they give you boost your confidence through the day because it gives you makes you feel better mm-hmm. yeah or... that's a that's a really funny question because they do they shouldn't right but they do somehow <laughs> i guess everybody has their their uh their totems right maybe somebody has lucky yeah. socks 
or somebody else has a lucky car or a lucky shirt. And I don't have like my lucky underwear. I don't have lucky undies, but but I do have like a style which uh, which I like to use for important uh, work related events or meetings. Like if I have a, a business meeting where where I meet a new client, right, and I have to cause a very good impression, or I have to deliver results, or I have to meet my boss for a raise or something like that, and I really need to feel confident on myself, um, I wear uh, Calvin Klein uh, tidy whities So, <laughs> oh, nice. You know, be, being having that classic thing on makes me feel older than I actually am, and it ma- makes me feel wiser. That I actually am, you know. <laughs> That's cool. It's kind of a stupid thing, but if I have those on, I kind of feel like my grandpa. And my grandpa was so, so smart and had so much experience. <laughs> so if I'm at a client meeting and I say something internally, I'm like, okay, you have to believe me because, you know, I'm wearing my tight whiteies, right? I, I know my stuff, right? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> It's kind of stupid, but you know, it helps. Now that's different guys have different pairs they feel good in. We've yeah. had one guy that I know, and he's written on the blog a couple of years ago. He'd wear a red thong to his presentations. That's yeah. what gave him the confidence. And each guy is a different pair. So yeah. it depends on the guy and you being classic. And I've said on the blog for years, we have guys who love classic cuts and there's nothing wrong. I think classics are very sexy on a guy. Mm. It's And it just really depends on what you like. Not everybody's going to like want the pink thong, like I said, but there's a whole lot of guys who do. So it's mm-hmm. just discovering what you love and what gives you confidence and you should go for it no matter what anyone says. So yeah, that's my opinion. And then the process is try as much as you can. Buy that pink thong. Exactly. If it's not for you, you know, it's fine. <laughs> exactly. Because I'm not a thong guy personally, but we have a lot of people who on the podcast are and read and write who love them. Yeah. And that's great, but that's just not me and that's the way it goes. So Yeah, because then you see something online or in a shop and you say like, ah, that's not really for me, but then you buy it anyway just to see what happens, right? should always step out your comfort zone in underwear because you never know what you're going to like. Mm. What pair did you buy that you didn't know it was for you, but you bought anyway and then ended up loving? A pair of lace briefs. Lace briefs? I've never bought that before. It was one of those things that I got for to review on the site, and I thought, oh, this is going to be horrible. I'm never going to hate this. And I got them, and I was like, oh, my God, these are amazing. <laughs> Tim, is it pink lace or black lace? No, it was white. <laughs> okay, so it's, it's, it's classy. <laughs> so it was like, ah. I do enjoy that every so often. So yeah. it just depends on the pair. Mm. But it's it's just trying new things. You never know what you're going to like. So don't rule things out. I started buying uh, like bikinis. I never oh, yeah. thought I was a bikini guy. Because I'm usually, like, I don't wear like Fruit of the Loom Hanes briefs. I wear like the hip ones, you know, like the smaller ones. Oh, yeah. You that are be- the tidy whities that are more classic and fit. Yeah, like the modern ones, ones, right? Yeah, but then I started like I saw these bikinis and I'm like, oh, these are really skimpy, right? And I never, I never thought I would wear them, but then I, I got a few, like three, and I love them so much. They're a lot fresher. <laughs> they, I don't know, somehow they, they also look pretty well on me. And I don't know, I'm becoming a bikini guy instead of a briefs guy. It's cool. Yeah, just go with it, right? Just go with it. You don't mix it up. One day you'll wear your brief. One day you'll wear a bikini and be like, okay. Yeah. And also some guys have their phases, right? Like you have a, a two months, uh, you know, boxer briefs phase, and then you go to your tidy whities phase, and then you go to your thong phase, and you oh, just yeah. mix it up, right? 
that's the fun of underwear because you yeah. can do it and no one really knows what you're wearing except your unless you your partner or who you want to know <laughs> what you're wearing yeah as i always say only those who you want to see your underwear will see it yeah cool well, i guess that wraps it up for us um it's really great talking to you and getting your opinion especially a classic guy on here uh, which is amazing yeah thanks for the invite i really like having a, a voice on this even though i don't know i hope some modeling agencies are, are listening right so i can get some gigs here <laughs> check, check him out you'll love him yeah anywhere. i need a side gig <laughs> he's perfect and he'll play the guitar for you yeah Although, I guess the, the Naked Cowboy is already in that niche. Yeah, but you look better than the Naked Cowboy. So. Oh, thanks, thanks. <laughs> New generation. <laughs> I'm just saying. Where can everyone find you on social media and see your amazing videos? And Well, if anybody is interested in the regular life of a Mexican-American guy in Germany, they can always follow me on Instagram. And they do that by following Dots. Cas Jan, that's C A S J A N, and that's where I uh, or I post my stuff. Go follow him, if not for the wall that's usually behind him. I love that wall. <laughs> yeah, it's his travel cool. wall. Travel. Wall. Like I want that wall. Hey, you can uh, get it. I'll get you the link. It's really cool. The world behind. The world's behind you. <laughs> Thank you. Well, go follow him. And see his classic undies when he posts and see his videos of playing guitars when he posts or whatever he's doing. Because he's an awesome guy and everyone should be following him. <laughs> Thank you again, Alec. Thanks, Tim. And uh, maybe talk to you some other time. Oh, yeah. We'll have you back. Never fear. <laughs> Thank you. Have a good day. everyone welcome to another edition of the brief talk podcast this is another brief tale and today we have danny with us welcome hi thank you he was recommended by our very first brief tale participants the 312 husbands as a great person to interview and we got him on before we begin tell our listeners a little bit about you uh yeah my name is danny i live in chicago with my husband joe Grew up in the Midwest, have lived in Pennsylvania, most of my childhood in Michigan, and yeah, now here in Chicago, and uh, I am an attorney by day, and the rest of the time, I kind of run a little art thing on the side, and just try and have fun, and uh, yeah, and enjoy things. Cool. Well, it's good to hear you. You should know about legal briefs then. I had to make the joke. <laughs> but uh, tell us... How you fell in love with underwear in general? What's your story when you discovered it, etc.? Uh, sure. Uh, you know, I mean, I think it goes back to really like those iconic like Calvin Klein ads um, mm -hmm. from the I guess the early '90s to mid '90s. You know, Marky Mark Wahlberg. Yep. Those types of uh, ads were just so iconic in the black and white back then and really kind of took this like you know as a kid like this thing that you just kind of had and like turned it into like a something that you needed like it was I mean it was yeah. important as like those cool jeans or 
the t-shirt with like whatever you know like uh, that you just wanted to have and I mean from there and then you know getting into high school and then you know I remember as Abercrombie was really big back then yeah and the catalogs there with the guy and those like white boxer briefs were just kind of that became iconic as well it just so it was just kind of like this progression of you know particularly like not even realizing that men's underwear could be like a fashion thing to it becoming an it thing like a huge important part of just like what I wanted to Mm -hmm. wear and what I cared about wearing every day even if somebody wasn't necessarily going to see it that day other than me (laughs) exactly (gasps) nice what was the first really good pair you bought and when did you buy it? Uh, I think I was around 18 or 19 years old. And I remember that, so this was around the time when Queer as Folk came out on Showtime. Okay. And I think it was the Brian Kinney character had in one episode, the it was like a to exist, why... Thong. It was like a thong that had kind of a Y in the back. Yeah, of it. the Y back, yeah. Yeah. And I remember seeing that episode, and we, we like, I was probably, I think, 18, 19 years old, and we would go to a bar. And in Detroit, you get into bars when you're 18. So <laughs> we would go to a bar <laughs> and watch it on the screens there because we didn't have showtime. And we saw this, and it just kind of caught my eye. And then, you know, I worked in retail at the time and was always at the mall. and went into, I think it was whatever department store at the time. I think I feel like they've all changed names so many times now, oh, yeah. but whatever it was called back then, Hudson's or Marshall Fields or something that's sure. now extinct. And um, they had it. And I just like, I thought I was going to die. Um, and I immediately bought it and, um, you know, took it home. And then when I did see my friends next time, of course I had to wear it and just kind of like, you know, pulled up my shirt and <laughs> dropped my uh-huh. pants a little bit. Like, look what I found. And just like, they kind of lost their minds too. And like, I mean, it was just kind of like this pulling in this cultural reference. Like at that time, you know, we, we were all just so infatuated with that show and the portrayals of gay people on that show mm-hmm. and something that seemed kind of like normalizing the gay experience. And then this, like just this, in this one scene, this iconic underwear in there just kind of like pulled us in. And we just all wanted it after that. So I just, I just remember wanting that so much. And I think after that, I just kind of had this new kind of progressive, like wanted these different types of underwear and different brands of underwear that I would see in ads and different men's fashion magazines and things. Nice. Yeah, that, that's an iconic thong. Even even if there wouldn't have been on the show, every, that was like, I think everyone's first thong that I know. <laughs> Was that it was even it wasn't my first one, but it was the first one I really liked. Yeah, so, it was just kinda like cool. There's nothing different about it. It was just it was so fun. <laughs> it was a good design, it had a great pouch. Yeah. Showed off what you needed to show off. It's perfect. And then the funniest thing is they did away with it for a while and didn't have any thongs and now it's back in their lineup and I'm like, Well, come on now. <laughs> it's classic, it's iconic, you've gotta have this thong. Right. I didn't know they had brought it back. I might have to yeah. look it up and get uh, one again. <laughs> they have it's the same design. They have it in different fabrics, colors, prints. Oh, cool. They, instead of, because I think when they first came out, it was either available in either black or white. Yeah. 
Yeah. And now they have a whole plethora of colors and patterns, and it's in some of the different fabrics they have as well. It's glad it was back because for a while there, it's like where people were ask us on the site, we're going to get this thong. And I'm like, eBay, I don't know. That's about <laughs> it. They're not making it. Yeah. So that's a iconic piece of underwear for sure. <laughs> uh, let me ask my next question. So how did this first pair to exist, Wyvek thong, influence your underwear going forward from that first purchase? Did it make you want to have more fun underwear, more thongs? What did it do for you? Yeah, I think it was mainly more fun, you know? Okay. And, and, like, I don't know, there's something exciting about it. And, like, as I said, I was, I was drawn to different advertisements, kind of fashion, things like that. You know, I remember a couple years after that, a really good friend of mine was from Italy. And they pretty much spent their summers in Italy. They asked me, like, is there anything you want us to bring back from you from Italy? You know, people were asking them, I guess, I don't know, a couple dollar bills or something, whatever they were at the time, lira, euros, whatever, mm-hmm. like, random stuff, some chocolates or something. I was like, I want Dolce & Gabbana underwear. <laughs> uh. <laughs> like, you know, at the time, like, this was the early 2000s before they've done a lot of the controversial things that they've done now. I just remember their ads, and I just mm-hmm. loved them. There was something very sleek in a way it was masculine but there was also a feminine element to it that they kind of yep. blurred the lines and i guess androgynous in a way that i just loved it. i thought it was so cool that they were doing that you know the ads almost had this like dave la chapelle kind of look to them it's very whimsical mm-hmm. almost in a way and i just like loved it so and they kind of looked at me when i told them that this is what i wanted like i was crazy like, like, this was not what, what? they were expecting. <laughs> I was like, I'll pay you for it. I'm like, I don't care. I just want these. And then just kind of like, you know, as I got a little bit older, the internet blew up times a million. Mm-hmm. Um, really, for men, I mean, I, I feel like it's become so much more accessible. Like, these brands and the styles and, you know, like you were saying, like the different colors and materials that To Exist has now. Like, I mean, no department store was ever going to be able to carry what no. they have on their website now. And it's just like, you can spend forever kind of finding out what you like and stuff. So it's, it's kind of like just developed over time and gone through phases and you know but mm-hmm. um and, and and realizing what you like you know and and not just the style but i noticed materials that i like better than other ones now yes. and stuff like that and and honestly it's like something to like take care of <laughs> like we yes. like wash and like hang them nicely and stuff you know like air dry them like because you know you get these nicer materials and if you're just like washing and drying those kind of t-shirts can... they're not gonna last <laughs> No, they will get ruined real quick. Yeah. <laughs> so no- it's like quite the process. <laughs> Nothing will make you cry like ruining a $40 pair of underwear. That's exactly right. <laughs> oh, been there, done that. So, yes. <laughs> Familiar. Right now, what are your favorite styles and brands? What's, what are you really loving right in this moment? I think that I am, you know, I'd say that, like, I kind of progressed toward, like, the brief, the bikini brief, things like that a little bit mm-hmm. later, but now I just absolutely love them and have kind of like moved into that a ton. I love in terms of fabric, anything that's like the softer, breathable, like the modal, things like that. Just Man like, after my own heart. Yeah. I mean, if, if there's modal, I will try it. <laughs> like if that's on the tag, like 
I'm there. Like it's just so comfortable and and breathable, and I just I feel like it really kind of keeps its shape, just like looks nice on the body. Mm-hmm. So I just absolutely love that. In terms of brands, you know, have always now I guess for 20 years been a Two Exists fan, um, okay. and more recently a Charlie by Matthew Zink. Okay. Um, we buy a ton of that, when, especially when. They have their holiday sales. We kind of go a little yes. bit crazy in this house. And more recently, you know, um, we buy a lot of jock straps and love those. Or they're new to us, the Coyote jock straps. Yeah. Just really like kind of the style. And they're like super durable, I guess I'd say, if you like want to pull on them a little bit or get a little <laughs> bit rough. <laughs> so, well, which can be a problem sometimes. <laughs> yeah, certain fashion jocks probably will not hold up to that. So. No, um, but those do. They actually do really well. Uh, so we definitely really like those nice. as well. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, that's that's true. Different ones. There's a couple of new jocks coming out, which it seems like the jock is getting a resurgence. Because back in 2000, I called it 2009 was the year of the jock because everyone had them. Now the thong came big and the jock sort of went down. And now the jock's coming back, which is good. I'm very happy for that because there's nothing beats a classic job. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> so, what are your friends? Are your friends and your partner? Obviously, your partner knows since you yeah. guys have seen you guys together on Instagram. What did your husband enjoy and think of your underwear? And do your friends know currently that you're a big underwear fan? Yeah, I mean, he loves it, and you know, it's in some ways it's something that we do together, and in some ways it's something that's different for both of us because there's things that both of us like that are the same but are different as well and honestly i think in that regard sometimes we learn from each other um Mm -hmm. you know one of us buys the one style and there'll be things that he buys that i'm like i don't know about that you know i'm like i don't know if i could ever wear that (laughs) (laughs) then he puts it on and it looks really good on him and he feels comfortable in it. So then I may one day be like, okay, and open up his drawer and be like, I'm going to try it on. And then I like it. And the next thing you know, I'm buying one and vice versa. It kind of like is one of those things where I think that maybe it pushes both of us outside of like our comfort zone a little bit, which can be really good because, you know, I think we all kind of tend to go toward a lot of times what we know. Um, we find something that fits us a certain way and then it's scary to move into something else. Kind of like being able to experiment that way and use each other for that is uh, really good. And and the same with our friends too. I mean, I would say a big topic of conversation with us in terms of, you know, people talking about like what they're wearing, what they like, just like in the last week or two as kind of some of our restrictions here in Chicago have lifted a little bit. You can kind of start to see people in person again. Some of us were together and I don't even know how it came up, but the next thing I know, everybody's talking about their different underwear. Nice. (laughs) What jocks they like and these briefs and that and what they wear every day and what they wear if they know they're going to go out and this and that, you know, and it's just kind of like, it was really funny, but just like an organic conversation. And until we're talking about this now, it didn't even really occur to me because it's just kind of become commonplace for us to kind of, share that or if we, one of us comes across a new brand to kind of mention it or it shows up in somebody's Instagram story or if they're a little more mm-hmm. shy and their close friend's Instagram story and then yes. we're all like what's that and you know it goes from there and it's like wildfire nice now you have the relationship a lot of guys wish they had because most of our guys that 
do the podcast and read us have partners who are not into it like they are. So if they had a partner who would buy something and they go, oh, let me try that. They would love it. But most of them are like, yeah, I'm lucky to get him in a pair of tidy whities <laughs> And I'm like, oh, I feel for you. Trust me. Been there. <laughs> Been there. I'm single, but I usually make over everyone's underwear drawer I date. <laughs> Like, it's like <laughs> this all has to go. What can stay? Nothing. So yeah, you you're lucky. lucky. <laughs> you're lucky because very few I know out there have a husband that's into it as much as they are. Consider yourself. Have you? You have a wonderful man. I will say. I will pass that on to him. I probably don't tell him that enough. <laughs> well, tell him the internet thinks he's a wonderful man for sharing your underwear. As everyone who's not in underwear would hear that and go, I think you're crazy. But I'm like, no, nope, we're good. We're good. The last question I have is, have you noticed that when you wear underwear, depending on the style, the brand, it brings you confidence through the day that, you know, if you know you're going to have a rough day, you put on this pair of underwear or if you have a big presentation or something meeting with clients is there underwear you wear to give you that boost to make you feel a little more confident yeah definitely i mean i think kind of depends on the circumstance but everything from the style the color um Mm -hmm. i love to actually match quite a bit so you know if i'm having a day where i'm gonna be like wearing all black like i'm definitely kind of like want it to be from head to toe um (laughs) and kind of have that image that maybe i'm the only person that knows but there's days that are more colorful then i want to be colorful all the way through so i definitely kind of play with that and play with the style as well considering where i'm going and sometimes i want something that i feel is more conservative because the occasion is but sometimes that also Mm -hmm. means that i want something that's the complete opposite of where i'm going (laughs) nice you know it's like the one thing that can be a little bit different Definitely. Um, I mean, like, yeah. And I think also in terms of just like confidence in general, I definitely it's taking me time to learn that it can be something that brings me confidence, I guess, is what I would say. I saw um, or I read your blog post about kind of like body confidence and um, kind of putting yourself out there. And I I thought that was really cool. I think it, it goes down to like, you know, like and as you were kind of saying about talking about confidence wearing underwear being seen in underwear but Mm -hmm. you know i remember when i first kind of started wearing like different kinds and you kind of see like these i've actually seen like these images before like based on like what your body type is like what's best for you to wear i think that kind of like for a while pushed me into a box of saying that I could only wear this, you know what I mean? And it's kind of like, okay, at some point you kind of have to go, but that's not what I necessarily want to wear. Um, Or, or, you know, like as I was saying with like my husband, like he would buy things that I'd be like, well, I'm not sure I'm supposed to wear that. You know, like he's just kind of has that more like lean kind of like frame. Mm -hmm. I'm a little more boxy. It's like, I'm always a little more, concern with something that's going to like make me look even like because of that I can't wear certain things that I think look better on his frame so it's kind of like learning that taking that chance and then actually doing it because it's around because there is something there and then trying it on and be 
becoming confident in it. And um, it's just kind of like, it's been such a progression because there's so many things that I own now that if you would have probably asked me 10 years ago, I would have been like, I can't wear that or that's not right for me or I don't feel comfortable in that. But instead, like it's kind of gone the other way now where I think that, you know, you kind of learn that you can make the underwear. You know what I mean? Exactly. And I think that's like just a huge thing for anybody who is kind of thinking about trying something new to remember that like you get to make it like don't let it make you exactly exactly that was the whole point of that post was people telling you what to wear for your body type is one thing it's like okay great but it's a lot different when you feel sexy in it so if you're supposed to wear a boxer brief and you're like oh my god this is killing me i hate this and you want to wear a bikini or a thong or a jog then you should wear it yeah it's whatever makes you feel amazing and feel good that's our goal on the site is um, to really let guys embrace who they are enjoy what they enjoy don't ever let anyone tell you no you can't wear that the only person who can tell you no you can't wear that is you so because yeah. there are styles that people just don't like because they don't like the fit they don't or brands they don't like and that's perfectly fine if you don't like the fit or you don't like stuff like that fabric whatever don't wear it but if you want to wear it and you love it give everyone the finger and tell them you're going to wear what you want to right no so. absolutely and and you quoted this i didn't just thought this now because i love that meddler and you quoted that song, oh, yeah and i love that song but you know it's so funny because i think for everyone and this is something that like you know i think that I am trying to teach myself too is that the minute that you kind of say like I'm beautiful Mm -hmm. damn it you know that just goes through the universe and people go okay you know like they get it too you know like they kind of look at you the way that you perceive yourself so it's kind of like learning to the minute that you can learn to kind of like say that and I mean I have days where I cannot say that (laughs) oh I think (laughs) I think we all do. And you mentioned the song. That's the song I was singing in my head while I was writing it. And I didn't put the quote in first and I had a friend read it. And I'm like, damn it, I'm putting that section in because this is what we're talking about. Yeah. It was funny because I'm just like, oh, no, this has got to go in. (laughs) And you got it. And a couple other people I know got it. And other people are like, what is that? I'm like, Spet Midler, don't worry. You'll be fine. So, yeah. (laughs) You'll be fine if you go listen to it. It's, it's a, a good, good listen. <laughs> it's an awesome song. You'll love it and you'll laugh and you'll have fun with it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just everyone. I, I don't care who it is. Even models we've worked with before all have issues and go, I'm too fat. I'm too this. I'm too that or too short or whatever. And it's like, yeah. screw that. Just embrace who you are. It's not easy. I can know from experience, but you got to do it and just enjoy what you enjoy. But easier said than done. Like you, I have those days and the day I wrote it was one of those days. Yeah. And, and as you could tell by the link, it kind of flowed out and I was like, oh, Jesus, this is long. Okay. <laughs> well, it was all good. I, I really enjoyed reading it. <laughs> so we're going to have a lot more. I was going to write another part this week, but I've been lazy and I'm just was like i need to write this i'm not going to <laughs> so now i'm like i gotta get down to it and that's tonight is for is i'm gonna knock out another one i'm not sure when i'm gonna post it but i'm gonna knock out another one definitely well it's been a pleasure talking to you danny uh tell our readers our readers our listeners where they can find you yeah you can find me on instagram uh it's danny warhol it's danny and then w-a-r-h-o-l-e definitely go follow him he's awesome and uh enjoy his instagram thank you thank you so much Thank you.
This is another edition of a Brief Tale. Um, today we have someone awesome on the show. It is Ryan. Welcome, Ryan. Thank you. Thank you. You may know him from Instagram. His favorite style is the thong. Why don't you tell our readers a little bit more about you? Who may not, if they don't know about you already? Okay. Well, I uh, actually have four pages on Instagram. Fantastic Ryan is. Probably not definitely not the biggest one, but it's the one that shows me in underwear the most. I live in Austin, Texas, and for whatever reason, have grown up just not really not really caring what what I'm seen at the pool in. I'm known to take risks of I guess risks of what I'm going to wear at the pool. And people are typically pretty surprised at what I wear out there. And I just tell them that I really don't care what anybody thinks. And if anybody has a problem with it, I definitely will, like, change if they are nice about it. So, yeah. <laughs> yes, I've seen him post pictures, and he's long just about everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't hold it back. Um, so, yeah, pretty open. Very cool. How did you discover your love of thongs? Thongs or or underwear Under, in general. Start with underwear and then if you go into the thongs since you're okay. known for your thongs. Sure. Well, I I remember growing up and being for some reason I just had this interest in underwear that that I didn't really know why until I mean I, I still don't really know why I why I'm so interested in it. Nothing specific happened that that made me you know, interested in it. But as I grew up, I actually had, I don't know what age, but I I had a world's finest chocolate box, like fundraising box that I had sold all the, all the chocolate out of. And that would be my, my treasure box of sorts. I had all my, what you would call sexy underwear inside of that box. And it would stay at the top of my closet. And I was constantly afraid of my parents finding it because I thought if they found it, they'll know that I'm gay. And Mm -hmm. I grew up in a household that that didn't, I don't think that really mattered. But I mean, it's the same thing as, as every gay guy girl growing up you know you're you're constantly afraid of somebody finding out your secret until you're ready to to put it out there i can remember as early as maybe age 10 being interested in underwear and of course like i wore briefs until fifth grade and then after fifth grade it was it was popular to switch to boxers and mm-hmm. so i did but I held back as many of those briefs as I could, and I'd wear them under my boxers. I'd wear them, you know, when I was by myself, and then eventually I grew out of them. And then uh, I got a GoPed motorized scooter mm-hmm. when I was maybe 12, and I would ride it up to Kmart. And I remember the first time I bought just a pair of briefs in an immense size, and I was so scared getting up to the the counter. 
you know, I bought them and I got them home and I was so excited to wear them, but I kept them, you know, they were, they were my secret. And I actually still have that one pair of briefs from that pack of like three. I actually forgot that that's where it came, that that's where they came from. But I remember I had a, I had, I had gotten one thong from the clearance bin at Target. It was a Jake Taylor thong and it was like extra large. And I kept those. I kept that like in my box and I would just sort of acquire different, you know, bikinis, thongs, briefs from different places. Um, and until I was like 16, you know, the collection was pretty small. But once I could start driving, that's when it really exploded. Oh, yeah. Because then I had transportation. I could go to stores. And so then it was on. And so then I had to get a bigger box. I remember... So I bought my first thong. It was a Tropical Thongs from eBay. It was like a green sort of that design that's on the bottom of a pool. Uh, oh, yeah. But, it's, but it was green and black. It fit horribly. Um, <laughs> but I wore it at Blue Moon Resort in, in Las Vegas. That was the first time I ever wore it. And then I wore it to the gym a few times but never had the the courage to take off my shorts like at the in the pool at the gym and so that was probably age 18 or 19 and then i probably really started buying a lot of thongs when i was probably mid-college i started buying more of them and then it really took off when i could actually like like wear them at the beach when i moved to california after college I bought my first Speedo at Big Five Sporting Goods in St. George, Utah. And I remember the first time I wore that in public was at the, the PE Center at my university. So that was that was really fun. And then I actually read a, an article that basically said, nobody really cares if you wear a Speedo if you're just confident about it. And so that changed my whole vision, my whole, like, mentality behind wearing a speedo and so then i just started wearing them like proudly without caring what other people around me thought then probably four years ago i want to say somebody said to me what other people think of you is none of your business so live your life the way that you please and so then i was like that's very true and so that's that's when i really started like not caring what i wore at the pool and if anybody has a problem with it they'll tell me to this day, I've never had. That's not true. I had I had one bad encounter. Not a bad encounter. I was in Puerto Vallarta, uh, Mexico. I was just down. If you know where Blue Chairs Resort is, I was on the opposite end of the beach, just before the pier. And this guy, you know, was walking down the beach, and I don't remember what he said, but he said something about there's kids here. And I was like, well, great. I don't really care. And I just kept walking down the beach. That is literally the only bad experience I've ever had in a thong, and it lasted about half a second. That's so, that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, I think um, a lot of guys think they're going to get grief wearing a thong. Yeah, a lot, and that's extremely true. And and it is it is human nature to think it's it's human nature now, and and as time goes on, it only has become worse. To think that, oh, I'm showing skin, skin is taboo, skin is sexual, and so mm-hmm. it's not okay for me to wear this out here. And in reality, you know, it, it has everything to do with the environment that you're in. You know, if exactly. I'm going to a place where there's where there's a lot of kids, 
I'll probably wear a Speedo rather than a thong. When my family comes to visit, I wear a Speedo rather than a thong. I have worn a thong in my own pool with my family there, and they don't really care. But it's just sort of your comfortability level. You know? Yep, very true. It depends on who you're around. Right. We, we answered my next question, which was, <laughs> what was the first pair you bought? So you answered that okay. question. My first, I can go, I can go more into detail about that. No, you did pretty well on that. It was like, cause you told with the thongs and everything else. And I'm like, you're really good. You need to remember all this. <laughs> I have to think some days I'm like, what did I buy first? What did yeah. I get? Cause I started with bikinis at 13. Okay. okay. Nice. Yeah. I didn't get my first thong until 18. Okay. I think it was 18. Okay. And then mine, mine was that Jake Taylor. And then my, I remember... I got that Jake Taylor one, and then it was too big because I didn't understand the sizing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was like, okay, well, maybe I can sew it. But I didn't have a sewing machine. I definitely I didn't have any access to, like, needle and a thread. Um, <laughs> my mom didn't sew. And so I, I asked for when they – it was a an as-seen-on-TV – sewing like hand sewing machine it fit in the palm of your hand oh yeah I it's remember just like those. a quick kind of thing i asked for one of those for christmas and this was in i probably asked for that in like may so i had to wait all the way until christmas to get it and then i got it and it had horrible instructions with it and so i was never actually able to like tailor my own thong because my idea was to just like fold it over until i got to the right size and then nothing happened of that but my first thong that fit me was made by Poppy. It okay. was black. It was black and had the two um, like two bright lime green stripes, like pinstripes on the on the waistband. Okay. And it came from Macy's. I bought it on their website and I remember looking at it a lot and there was a review. I like looking at the reviews of underwear. There was a review by at the time, I believed it was like a like a high school student. He, it said that he wore it in his gym class. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. Like, I was thinking back, how cool would it have been for me to be able to do that in gym class? I was definitely not able to. And so I bought it and I enjoyed it. And then it became very apparent to me that I have giant balls and it, they don't fit in poppy. <laughs> then it, it just sort of, I mean, it's. Underwear is an adventure to figure out what fits you best and yes. why other things don't fit you as well as they fit other people. Yes. And then realizing that the things that you see on a website are very much photoshopped so that the guy's balls are not hanging out and it's like hugs him correctly. Yeah. You have to experiment, especially when you're first buying and seeing right. what brands work, what brands don't. And then after a while, you, you can just look at the pair in the picture and go, Nope. Nope. Yeah. Not going to happen. And you become aware of what brands are going to fit, what the way that certain brands fit. I mean, I have a lot of guys ask me, okay, what's what's the best thong to go with, right? And I'll say, okay, well, I don't know what's I don't know what's under there, but if you have large balls, you're not going to want to pick this. I had a, my probably my best friend bought some underwear from from my website. He he bought a Poppy brand thong. It was his first one. And I called him. I was like, okay, why did you order this? You know, I'd, I've never seen him naked. So I, didn't, I don't know what kind of business he's got going on down there. And he's like, well, just like, 
it was one of the first ones that showed up and I thought I'd give it a try. I was like, okay, well, we need to, I need to ask you a couple <laughs> questions. Like we need, I need to know more about what, where you're, where you're trying to go with this. And so then it ended up being like, I helped him find something that fit him better. And now he wears a thong probably once a week. There you go. Yeah. You just go with what is going to say. You go with what you like. Exactly. Doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. So how did those first pairs influence you later? Because like I told you, mine were bikinis. And even to this day, bikinis are my thing. Sure. So uh, how did I, your first couple pairs influence you? I think that I think that the number one way that they influenced me was, was they helped me to realize what what fits me what how how things fit me what my size is i know there's a lot of guys that think that oh because there's not much to the underwear i need to buy a smaller size so that it fits me and the reality i mean all of us know that underwear fits the same no matter how much fabric is is there it's yes it's about the elastic that's in it and how big the waist is you know and then and all and then also the pouch, obviously. Um, and if you get Greg home, it'll stretch like there's no tomorrows. Yeah, yeah. Because I had a friend goes, that's too small. I was like, did you put it on yet? They're like, no. And I'm like, well, put it on. This is the one time <laughs> I'll tell you it's deceiving. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then they're like, oh my god. And I'm like, told you it looks tiny, but it's not. It's not. Yeah. And and I think that it that those first couple pairs, I mean, it made. It, it made me feel sexy, right? It made me mm-hmm. feel really good. And I would wear them, you know, I, I I wore a thong to school once and it felt amazing. I had this air of confidence to me that I still remember today. It was just, it was like I, I had this this little secret underneath that nobody would ever know about, you know? And yeah. obviously it was, it was not on a gym day and it was not a day that I was going to be at all physical. So my shirt wasn't going to come up. I definitely had a, a feeling of what if somebody finds out, you know, that sort of scared feeling. But I think that that's a lot mm-hmm. of what, of what fuels me in my underwear fetish, you know, cool. the, exactly. the, the fear of being caught, even though it really wouldn't matter you know? Yeah. yeah, I would agree with that. Although I did get caught wearing a pink bikini back in high school um, <laughs> by someone I knew, and yeah. it was her, and it was like, oh, she's like, oh, and I'm going, right. ah! Yeah. Uh, but that's a different story. You have, <laughs> have, have to pay extra for that. Right. So, yeah. So, obviously, you mentioned earlier you have friends and family that know that you worn thongs different underwear and since you have a couple instagram accounts with underwear yeah you're pretty open about it so very open about it yeah and one thing i want to say about that is my mom can i talk about my my website sure okay with that okay when i started my website when was it it was i think i started the website three years ago maybe four years ago when i started it my mom, I had come out, I came out to my mom in 2013, um, just okay. after I moved to California, and then started my indoor company, had to have been four years ago. When I started it, I didn't tell my mom about it at all. I didn't tell any of my family. I knew that at some point it was going to come up, and eventually, maybe six months in, it did come up. And I started telling my mom about, like, you know, this this secret life that I not life that I had, but this interest that I had 
that was making me a lot of money. I mean, there's two parts of my my underwear company, one that is eBay based and one that is my actual website based. And I get a lot of I get a lot of satisfaction from from finding underwear in places you wouldn't find it. Finding sexy styles, thongs, bikinis, uh, TJ Maxx, Ross, yeah. Marshalls, Burlington Coat Factory, DD's Discounts, all these places. So then I started finding them. I put them on eBay and make some profit off of it because some of these stores existed and like existed where I lived and didn't in others. Oh, yeah. So then I started telling my mom about that. She's like, oh, wow. Well, I can start looking for these things in the stores in Utah because I lived in California at the time. I was like, oh, well, maybe. And then I started thinking, no, because you don't you don't know what to buy. <laughs> um, <laughs> and but but then at one point I asked her, I was like, so how how long have you known that I was into underwear? And she's like, oh, I think I've, you've been in, she, maybe she came, she just said it one day that I've been into underwear since I was like five years old. I was like, how, how have I been into underwear since I was five? And she said, well, you've just had this odd fascination with underwear, odd fascination with underwear and bathrooms. And I was like, why bathrooms? (laughs) And now I've like figured that out. But at the time I was like, why bathrooms? It took me a while. I for apparently I would just walk into a bathroom, look around and be like, okay, I'm good. And I'd leave. Wouldn't actually use the bathroom. I wouldn't go very far into the bathroom. But those two things like stuck in her mind. I've been in underwear since I was at least five. Yeah, mine goes back to second grade. Okay. Uh, Because I remembered I got these pair of blue they're like tidy whities but they were blue with red. The piping was red. Okay. And so I love these, and I'm, ever since then, I was hooked. Sure. Yeah, I understand. Totally. <laughs> it's fun to be in something you love, because yeah. I started my store almost a year ago. Okay. God, it's hard to believe it's been a year, because I lost my job, had the opportunity, and I had put it off for about 10 years. Sure. Because everybody been after me. For ever since I started the blog. So when you're opening your own store, and my answer was never. And <laughs> I'm like, no. And I did it. And everyone's like, well, about damn time. Now it's like, the family's like, you have a what? Okay. And then they discover, oh, you're making money at this. Oh, all right, whatever. Underwear. There's a lot of money in a lot of different categories of underwear. It's just what's out there and yeah. what sells I mean, vintage underwear sells like crazy and we're like when i say vintage i'm talking like 1996 oh yeah like a pair of fruit of the loom white briefs made in 1996 will make you at least 50 dollars on ebay that fast and the original to exist white briefs yeah from the 90s okay. Will bring you some money too, because yeah. they were tidy whities. They just didn't have the fly. Right. Yep. So yeah, basic as they could be it's with crazy. a little to exist logo. Right. In the waistband, but well, it'll bring you a ton of money. Totally. It's crazy what people will buy. So. Right. And then you've answered another question. <laughs> you are ahead of the game in this one. <laughs> is the next question is how does it boost your confidence? And you've already said. When you wore your thong to school, it gave you confidence. And that's what we tell everyone. And I think everyone knows who reads the blogs and the podcast. Good underwear gives you good confidence. Yep. I tell people that all the time. I'm like, you would not believe. Like, like you may say, 
oh, I'm a boxer briefs guy because that's all I've ever known. Or, oh, I don't know how you could spend $15, $20, $30 on one pair of underwear. And what I tell people is you'd be surprised how amazing it feels to wear something that you yourself would categorize as sexy. I oh, yeah. would categorize, you know, a bikini as just like, okay, yeah, that's sexy, but I don't I don't get a lot of thrill out of it. Somebody who it's wears every day wear. every day, you know, doesn't they they think they they're not accustomed to that. So that's going to make them feel really good and really pumped up and and, you know, proud of themselves. And I think exactly. everybody who is who has had that experience would say the same. I think everyone should step outside their their underwear box and try Absolutely. new things. Yep. Because yep. I do. The last one of these we did with Alec, he asked me, he was like, well, what, where did you step out of your box? I was like, and enjoy. I was like, um, the one thing that comes to mind is a lace bikini I got years ago. I said, I did not think I would like it. But after a day wearing it, I'm like, oh, my God, where's this been all my life? <laughs> I'm like, you have to try new things. It's sure. just, and there's so much out there. There is a lot. And now, you know, you can go buy vintage underwear. So go, people. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, please well, do. That's all. that's all the questions <laughs> I have. Okay. Tell our listeners where they can find you online. I have a couple Instagram pages, but I think the one people will probably like most is thongtastic underscore Ryan. Tell them your websites, too, so they know where they can go shop and get vintage underwear. So my website is cockpitundies.com, and when you go to the website, it is a website that is intended to be geared towards guys of all sizes, all shapes. I am a one-man operation and it's difficult to find content that is guys of all shapes and sizes because as we all know every underwear company wants to market to a specific skinny perfect body and as we all know rarely does that exist in the real world so yes so uh it's an underwear company for for everyone i'm also on ebay at dc guy 13 and the my underwear website has sort of taken precedence lately but i'm trying to get more vintage and and rare finds up on ebay because that's a better platform than an actual website Uh, more people see it there's more of an audience there for that kind of stuff definitely and we just released the today i just released the body image post okay so so if you so if you've read it people you know what we're talking about which you should have So we're trying to do more real guys and different size guys, not just the usual, but everything from brands, like he said, is certain type of model. Yeah. But we're working on it slowly but surely. I'm trying to, there's there's 6,000 products on my site, and I, I have a goal within, by this time next year, to reshoot every single product that's on there. Not every single product, because they change so often. Oh, the yeah. products that are, that are constant... Things like ergo wear, definitely not clever. Clever changes like at the clever stiff, changes at a stiff wind. You know the the brands Wildman T try and reshoot all of those with models that have regular normal normal looking bodies that you would see That's every day awesome. on the street. Good for you. Yeah, and sort of. I mean, the reason that I this goes along with my underwear story, and that the reason that I started my underwear company was I have over. 1400 pairs of underwear uh, wow 
Yeah, there's there's a dresser of eight drawers and then all these Ikea cubes all over my apartment that are just full of underwear. Um, obviously, I don't wear them all, but I started the company because I sort of felt like I had bought everything that there was to buy. Um, well, and then yeah. it also it also gives gave me an opportunity to, you know, see brands and see things that before they come out mm-hmm. um, and have more, I guess, more exposure to underwear online. And it, it certainly helped me to learn more about underwear, but also to help guys you know, find their underwear journey. That's a lot of what I'm focused on these days is helping guys who feel like they're not sexy because of their body size or because of whatever, help them find underwear that they feel sexy in and and help to pump them up. Um, Exactly. Awesome. And he's always done a good job at it. So go check him (laughs) out. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this version of Brief Tale. Uh, We will definitely have uh, Ryan back again soon. Um, We're coming up with new ideas for new podcasts. So when we run out of these, we'll have something else. Don't worry. Um, So thank you again, Ryan. Absolutely. Happy to be here. And we'll talk to you next time. All right. Sounds good.